welcome everyone to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen. And we are speeding down the highway. Not over the speed limit, but we are moving <laughs> at a quick velocity within the speed limit on the highway. Uh-huh. Colleen is behind the wheel. Yes, she is. And I am holding on to the recording device. On a pillow, if you are wondering. <laughs> That's the truth. Because it's a princess and needs to have a cushion? Yes, and it also needs to be close to our, our mouths. Oh, yeah, that too. So, it would be tiring holding it up with your arm, huh? That's, that's true. Okay. That is true. So, this episode, I want to talk about a few things that we were involved with and we did as kids or younger people. Yeah. That we really couldn't or shouldn't do today. Okay. So. Nothing illegal, of course. No, but it's... It's those things that, at the time, <laughs> you you didn't think they were that big of a deal. But in retrospect, you went, no, that was a bad idea. I, sh- I shouldn't sure. have done that. Sure. So. Legendary fun things that we can't really do anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, got, I've got at least one, so. Yeah, I've got a few. I'll let you... Sure. I'll let you begin. So, uh, so my mom is a really fun person. She really is. And she's always been a little bit sassy and a little bit um, silly sometimes. And she likes to have fun because she was a young mom uh, when she had me, like very young. And so she, um, <laughs> when we moved down here to California, we started going to this little church and there were some fun ladies in the church. And to initiate us into the church, these women and their kids who are around my, mine and my sister's age toilet papered my grandparents' house. Okay. And when I say toilet papered the house, it was literally like one of the most epic toilet paper jobs I've ever seen in my entire life. They... My grandparents had rose bushes and a little fence around the yard, and then they had a big pine tree, and they had um, a few other little trees, lots of... The rose bushes were my granddad's pride and joy. He manicured them, took care of them. They were gorgeous. And they toilet-papered, like, the whole entire rose bush garden. They toilet-papered the fence. The pine tree was covered in toilet paper. I, I don't know how many rolls of toilet paper they used. And then, the piece de resistance. Saran wrap was tied from around the car and through the door handle. This is back when door handles were like, you know, like metal and had, um, whatever. They, um, yeah, this saran wrap was wrapped very nice and tightly around our car door handle. And around the front door handle. So when you tried to open the front door, you could not get out. Okay, I'm going to interrupt for half a second. That's not good. That is not good. That's a fire. That's a fire, and it looks like it's at Chalk, Children's Hospital. Right. 
Oh, that's not good. We're driving right past it. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Um, so... They tied the door handle shut so we couldn't get out of the car, out of the house. We had to go around the back to get back out to the front and had to cut the saran wrap off the off of the um, the door handle and off the car. It was quite a, a trick and a half. And then um, we had all kinds of just like I said, toilet paper everywhere. It was epic, very epic. And then we turned around, like, the following weekend, one of the ladies that had done the original job, Pat, I love her so much, she was like a second mom to me, she, she encouraged us to go back out again and to nail some of the other ladies who had gotten us to begin with. So we ended up going over and toilet papering one of the ladies' houses, and we did a pretty epic job. Right. <laughs> she had a giant tree in the front yard, ginormous tree, and we toilet papered the heck out of it. I think we must have gotten like two or three dozen rolls of toilet paper, and we toilet papered the house, and then my mom, uh, we just had so much fun doing that, and the, we had kind of hinted we were going to do it a different night, so we, support, we kind of like set it up for, this is the night we're going to do it. And we ended up doing it a different night, and so it fooled them, and it was quite funny. And then, a few years later, my mom thought that that was a lot of fun, and so for, like, uh, just one night, random night, we were kind of bored. Mom goes, hey, let's go toilet papering. So she took me and my sister and our friends out really late, and we went toilet papering, and we were, like, trying to figure out all the little friends' houses we were going to toilet paper, and we didn't, like destroy their house we just did a pretty good job and then and then she said let's go get more toilet paper so we went to the 7-eleven because that was the only thing open at like 11 30 at night and <laughs> my mom, after we got the toilet paper we're in the parking lot she goes hey you guys you want to drive around we're like okay just let's just drive around a little bit before we before we go to the next place okay so my mom, in the parking lot at 7-Eleven, does donuts in the driveway. Yeah. And we were laughing so hard. Because she was doing them pretty fast. And <laughs> here's a station wagon with this woman filled with kids. And she's doing donuts in the parking lot. And a police officer happened to be driving by. <laughs> and he stopped. He pulled my mom over. When he had an opportunity to do so, he stopped her and he said, um, ma'am, are you all right? She, she said, oh yeah, we're just driving around. Mm-hmm. And he kind of smirked because he didn't want to laugh at her because he, but it was funny. And he goes, okay, well, do you think you could stop driving around for a while and <laughs> head on home or do whatever you're doing? And she's like, um, sure. No problem, officer. And then we left, and we howled with laughter. And I'm sure he thought that was, like, the funniest thing he'd ever seen, or at least close to it. But then as we were driving home, my mom goes, okay, well, we can't drive around anymore. We had already done all the toilet papering we were going to do. And it's pro- I'm pretty sure it was, like, after midnight. So for those of you that are maybe a little young and don't know what that is, at a stoplight, 
everybody gets out of the car and runs around the car and gets back in before the light turns uh, green. And sometimes you're supposed to um, change seats, except for the driver. The driver obviously clearly has to be the driver. And we did this, and we were running around the car a couple of times, and I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. And I came around the side of the car and almost right into the path of a cab of a semi mm-hmm. and honked at us and I jumped back out of the way and uh, those were the things you you would we could do when I was growing up I don't think we could do them now I think that would be kind of a problem if we tried to do them now do yeah. you think that, yes that is true we never did anything really destructive we just had fun with you know toilet paper was harmless fun mostly harmless fun but I wouldn't recommend doing those things. And I can remember even as a kid, you know, we would play hide and seek. We would play hide and seek in the neighborhood at all hours of the night, hiding in people's bushes in their front lawn. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, we were, I guess, apparently so obnoxious about it that somebody called the police and they had the helicopter searching. And my friend and I were hiding in one of the bushes and we heard the helicopter overhead and saw the light shining down right where right close to where we were and we were wearing dark clothes so we were like thinking we were all like slick and couldn't be seen but the minute the helicopter moved away we ran back home we said okay maybe we should probably not play hide and seek on that that street to try and do that now would be so incredibly dangerous like beyond dangerous now I, it just it bums me out because my sister's kids won't ever really fully know the joy of you know some of the most harmless innocent fun we had as kids because it's just it's too dangerous now right well i would pal around with uh, a group of my friends mm-hmm. uh, and um it was uh high school slash college mm-hmm. age mm-hmm. probably college age yeah and so we some of us may have borrowed lawn ducks. Oh, okay. From from other houses. Got it. And they may have made their way to my grandmother's yard. Ah, yes. And there may have been times where flamingos, lawn flamingos, yes. disappeared from other houses and appeared in one of our, the group's houses. Got it. That 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 could have been that could have occurred. Okay. I'm not specifying who. I'm not saying it <laughs> happened. I'm saying it could have could happened. Have. Possibly, potentially, maybe. Yes. And this was a long time ago, and I'm pretty much, pretty sure the statute of limitations has run out on such things. So I would imagine so. Uh, but the the biggest story I've got is a buddy of mine and I somehow we're, we're dropped off by his father at his office or something and his father was called away on some business something and we were stuck there Mm. no car nothing Mm. so we 
we decided to walk home. Oh! Which was just miles away. I think we were in Claremont, California, walking to Highland, California, (gasps) which is just no. And so, you know, we walked a while, and and then all of a sudden we were at this gas station, and so this guy was in a van. (laughs) It's it's hard for me to tell the story, and so (laughs) he he said, "Are you guys having trouble?" And I said, "Well." Well, yeah, we need a ride to San Bernardino or Highland or whatever. Because I figured if I got to San Bernardino, you know, Grandma or somebody would take me. They picked right? you up, yeah. And so I, he said, if you give me $10, I'll what? take you both down there, you know, for gas or whatever. Oh and my so gosh. we gave him 10 bucks. <gasps> I think it was five a piece. And we were in his van and he he was telling his stories about how he had a um a manager or, or whatever on the on the gas so that it would regulate and not use too much gas and then he so when it got down low enough we were going he pulled over at this gas station and i started to think we don't know this guy we gave him money. We don't know where he's going to take us. I don't know if the the, the the doors open from the inside. I didn't know anything. And so once he went in to pay for the gas, I looked at my buddy and I said, we're out of here. And he goes, I'm, I'm out of here in front of you. And so we both just walked the rest of the way home. It was, <gasps> we walked, it was just, because it was one of those things where at the time, you know, you believe someone like, yeah, they'll, they'll take it. I'm afraid we we missed something dire at that time. I'm pretty sure. Oh my God! That's, and you that's stayed sexy and did not get murdered. That's the true story. Holy buckets! That's a true story. Oh my God! Do you have any idea who you might have even encountered? I don't know. Do you know, know when? What time? If what time frame was this? The 70s, 80s? No, it was uh, 80s. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 80s. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There were easily a couple of serial killers that were do- doing that kind of stuff in California yeah. that you could have absolutely been victims. Yep. Holy crap. It's no joke. That's oh a true, true story. I have, n- how have I not heard this from you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I'm in shock now. Yeah. Okay. And yet again, another reason. And I'm glad that you did that. I, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and the common theme that I hear through all of them is these people get themselves into situations and they don't, and they trust their instincts and they get out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the sad part is, is that there probably were victims who, who had the same instincts and didn't trust them. Yeah. Trust your instinct, man. If you feel like you are in any kind of danger, if you feel like you are potentially getting yourself in a situation that is not going to end well, it doesn't matter how it ends, don't, don't be afraid to, I'm going to not say the actual word, but I'm going to say F politeness. Do not be polite. (laughs) Yeah. Do not. You don't have to. At this point in time, if you are potentially in danger, people still do really crazy, awful, horrible, 
despicable things. And we still have this innate thing where it says, oh, no, we have to, we, we can't say anything because we have to be polite. It was, it's better to apologize later if right. somebody was innocent than to not be able to apologize ever again. But it was so... It was so interesting at the beginning is there was no like red flags of this. It just kind of just kind of fell together. Oh, dude. And then it the just red flag it kind of made sense. Sorry. Red flag for me was the van. Yeah. Yeah. The red flag was him asking you to pay for right. his gas. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, but the red flags happened later. I started to think. Hmm, this is <laughs> this is really kind of weird. But unfortunately, it didn't happen at the time, at the beginning. So, anyway. I can tell you serious stories of people who survived but didn't trust their instincts and things ended very badly. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, there, there were so many. I started to think this guy could have a bat or a knife or some kind of Hatchet, instrument, gun, axe. You know? So, uh, anyway, we... Google Mary Vincent. We got out. That's a prime story of what we I'm talking ran, about. We ran, and then we walked, we walked all the way home. And uh, I, I have never revisited that with my friend, uh, and I, I, I should. I should. I would be curious to have a conversation with your friend about it, too. Yeah, yeah. If we're being honest. <laughs> For real. So, anyway... That is that. That is the uh, the stories about things that you did at one time, and you probably shouldn't do now. And there's good reasons why. So, until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen, and we always say <laughs> it's just amazing. Just going through all that, I I hadn't thought about that in so long. So, anyway. It's always better to ride along with friends. With that, friends. That aren't strangers. Not strangers. <laughs> friends. Don't get in cars with strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. No. Uh, and here's the thing. Don't give $5. Okay. And, and I, I forgot to say this. If you, because I'm, I'm, I'm shaking up now, <laughs> is that if you have stories like this where at the time you didn't think anything of it, but thinking about it now you go oh my gosh man that was crazy or i would get shot now or hurt now or something so let us know uh send us an email at feedback at ridealongpod.com and uh, we'd be very interested to hear your stories uh anyway That's so nervous laughter yeah so anyway thank you so much for listening until next time <laughs> Don't get in a van with strangers. Oh, dude. And, and this is Jeff and Colleen saying, see you later. Bye. Bye-bye.